0: Hello oh, and welcome to Stephen Rowland's Bit Podcast. Number 79. And what aren't we doing, Rowland?
1: <coughs>
0: we're not flying along,
1: are we? No, this thing forever. Are we, are we still on 79? It seems like we're stuck in this eternal... Actually, the 70s dragged a little. They have a little. They're 70s,
0: yeah. yeah. No, I'm with you there. I'm with you there.
1: It's the nility setting in, isn't it? That's where our old age. It's a long time. It
0: is actually when you think about it. Like We've done 79 of these. It's, it's quite impressive, really. We're, nothing, we're nothing but stubborn. Well,
1: with beer to drink. We yeah, like beer.
0: Yeah, I suppose. But we would have drunk the beer anyway. We just didn't have to record it. That's like, true. It <laughs> we still yeah. argued. Yeah, yeah um, indeed. Indeed. So we should get on to this week's we beer, should. which is. Um, that's an old style bottle. I just say, do you want to talk on the branding on this, son? No, we shouldn't <laughs> talk. So this week's beer is from Brewdog and it's uh, Dogma, um, uh, a company I'm, that we know
1: lots about. We've talked about it a number of times on this podcast. Yeah, you about. want to do a quick, a quick sorry because I, I, I didn't do any research on Brewdog because I went. Ah, It's Brewdog. I, do you know? I'm. I, like. I
0: know that they were formed in two thousand and five. Um. It was James Watt and no no James James and Dicky. What? James um, Watt and Martin Dicky. Um, and they yeah. are. Uh, I think. I, I think to say that they're not brewers would be fair. Okay. They are businessmen that like beer. And they've built a very strong business. I think there's been a, a lot of investment into BrewDog uh, in recent years, yeah. in building the brewery,
1: uh, expanding that, and um, also into the pubs. Um, yeah, big went to new brewery. Um, best random fact I heard on BrewDog today was that they went on, applied for Dragon's Den before they started the brewery. Oh, okay. And ended up getting, they did a screen test and they went, nah, sorry. Wow. Uh, and they're actually quite happy about that now.
0: Oh, gosh, I bet, I bet. Um, So, um, I mean, at the time when they started with it, this whole new wave of beer was new, very new, you know, incredibly new. Um, I think the market was very underdeveloped. You know, when you talked about ale, you talked about camera, you talked about, you know, bitters and, you know, and hops was something that, not so much here, but, you know, you only had to look across the pond in the States or in Europe, you know, that yeah. this was something that was definitely going to come to the UK. Uh, and they they rode that wave uh, by brewing some fairly stupid beers. Like, yeah. you know, we look at uh, Tactic and Nuclear Penguin, Tokyo, yeah. uh, Sink the Bismarck, End of the World. All very, very stupid
1: beers. And, that and got not got just of, Center, that. they did lots of... So this one, I was reading about the, the history of this one, Dogma. Originally, it had... All sorts of additives in it. Okay. So they had like it was called Speedball, and they'd like they they put in every form of legal stimulant you could find. Yeah. Um, you know, and they've done and and they they have a range, the AB range, which ha, does lots of weird and wonderful
0: and stupid yeah. things as well. And and I think that they genuinely genuinely like to do that stuff as well. Yeah. I think obviously as a brewery it's something they've been they've fostered. It gets them lots of publicity, which but helps. Fair to say they've um, done a little
1: less of that these days than they used to. Yeah. But I mean, so,
0: so before before I move on to that, so they do these really stupid beers. But I think what they also have is a range of beers that are solid, good, go-to. I look yeah. at Punk and I look at 5AM sites and Dead Pony Club um, and, and, and Hardcore IPA. And I look at these beers as being staple, solid, yeah. benchmark beers. So what they did, they did the simple stuff really, really well. Yeah. And the stupid stuff really, really well. Um, and did the whole marketing thing with it. Now And also distribution, it's gotta be said. Yeah. yeah. So like so for me. They were not there. afraid of Sainsbury's when every yeah. when every new brewer was Wanted petrified of the supermarkets yeah. and what that might mean
1: to their business, they embraced it and went, No, we want to be big, we yeah. want to make money. And I I'm I'm well known as not being the biggest brewdog fan, but like it's really nice. It was real revelation for me to know that I could get something like punk yeah. at and like could walk a, a Wetherspoons yeah. and, the, and the supermarkets really used to get hold of something that was, you say like a really solid, well-brewed tasty beer. Yeah.
0: Now with that stupidness, I think there's come an element of frustration for me. Mm. And I know for lots of people that I wish they did more of the, like I wish they did more of the good stuff and less of the stupid stuff. Yeah. Um, but also the branding sometimes annoys me a little bit. Um, I'm sorry, you're not punk, you're not hardcore, you're not when you are doing the things that you're doing. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with doing those things, uh, but trying to pretend to be something, you know, we're a little brewery. Blo- you, you're not a little brewery anymore, Brewdog. No. You do a lot of beer. And, and, and I'm grateful I,
1: for that, and I love it. And, yeah. and, and, I, and they should embrace it. I believe at the moment, I might be wrong here on the numbers, I think it's about fifth biggest in, in the UK. Like outside the big brewers, they are by far the biggest craft type kind of brewery. <laughs> Um, much more, much larger. In production, since they've upgraded as well to their new plant.
0: Yeah, and uh, and,
1: and it's a, and it's a great, great thing. And, and I just, I, and, but,
0: I will, There's lots of yeah. buts in this one. I actually think they seem to have t- turned a corner for me in the last few months. Okay, where their marketing has got a little bit more sensible, a little bit yeah. more what they are, who they are, a little bit more acceptable to the masses. Um, I, I think they, I, I like. The direction they're heading in now much more than I did 12 months ago, um, and I, I'm I'm really pleased. We've been talking for six minutes. We should open beer. Open beer. Okay. While we carry on talking, but uh, I, I'm much happy with where they're going. Um, their new branding, I hated when I first saw it. Um, I actually much prefer it now um, to the uh, the old. When you put them side by side, they. I just think they're going in a much more healthy direction. Not just for them as a company but i think they have such a responsibility as a craft brewer um to, to to the rest of the community to also do a good job because they are the rising tide that is carrying all boats yeah, in my yeah. in my eyes um and when they do a good job i think they 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 have an influence and an effect on many many more breweries than than we understand um and in, i think a lot of the startups you know you, you only have to look at kernel look at uh uh, Brew by Numbers. You look at um, partisan uh, Those East London breweries are very heavily influenced by yeah. these guys. And they've you've
1: only got to look how, like the the big regionals, the you know the the older style ones. When they've gone to try and do craft, like it's these guys they're copying, isn't it? It's these guys who they've looked at and gone, they're making lots of money out of this. Why aren't we making that money?
0: But with that, with that becomes a huge responsibility. And I say, I'm I'm much happier with the direction. They appear to be going there as a brewery because they've always brewed, for me, some of the best beer available in the UK. Like, hands down, for me, benchmark beers. Like, Punk would be my Desert Island beer. Yeah. You know, you said I can only have one beer and I've got to take it with me. And I had one a couple of weeks ago and I hadn't had one for a while. And I just went, this is why I got into beer. This is is the the perfect gateway beer because it's everywhere, it's freely available and it's freaking delicious and there's no sediment and yeasty bits, there's no worrying about pouring (sighs) bits, no bottle condition, there's no fizzing all over my desk when I open it. It's just a solid, good performing beer that I don't have to think about. doesn't give me yeast belly in the morning. Like, you know, it's... (laughs) I, I just think they are
1: consistently good when they try to be normal. Well... Given that we've got the old branding, I think we'll, we'll skip that bit. Mm, mm. And you've already talked about the new branding growing on you. Mm. I'm, I'm still not quite sure on the new branding myself, but we will, we'll give it time and we'll see. Um, it is quite different. So we're in, and my, it, we're in my office here. I actually I got sent a gift ah, of okay.
0: Brewdog, and, and you can actually compare side by side the bottles. Oh, so okay. I, I mean, obviously yeah. it's a different one, but if you
1: look at it now, it makes a lot more sense to me, I li- what they've done. I like... I, if they'd had the new style all along, I'd be with you. I think my issue is, like the, the original, it, it still feels like it, that's the original. Yeah. It was them. Yeah. Whereas this, kind of for me, looks like they're trying to be something. Do
0: they're, you know what I... I think they're, they're, they're not, trying they're not to be that anymore. anymore. Yeah. They're trying not to be that anymore. They're trying to be a bit more grown up, because as a company, they are a bit more grown up. And, you know, we, we talk about how we like labels to deliver what it says on them. and And these are... A very well polished company, like they are. Oh, they, yeah, they, they've got it down to getting their product out. They know what they want to get across, and I think that does it much more than the old labeling. Yeah. Um, okay. So I, I yeah, I, I I, and, that, and I yeah. didn't like it when it started. I must
1: admit. So so talk about, talk dogma, about dogma. Talk about the so style. So dogma is seven point four percent. We've got uh, Munich Crystal, chocolate brown and dark chocolate malts, some SARS hops, some first gold hops. And it's meant to be a Scotch Ale slash wee heavy. Mmm. Which? Which, what, what do you take to mean by, by Scotch Ale slash wee heavy? So, a, a Scotch Ale to me
0: is something that is dark. Uh, yeah. Something that has a little bit of that kind of, and I don't want to kind of be... You yeah, know, but that whiskey kind of barrel kind of taste to it. Yeah. Something that is fairly heavy in alcohol. I'm expecting like eight nine percent. So this is actually a little lighter than I would expect yeah. most of my Scotch ales to be. A little a, a little less alcoholic, um, but thick, gooey, a little bit of
1: treacle, lots of malts, yeah. uh, as you've said in there. Pretty much what we're getting here, I think. So according to The BJCP, Mm -hmm. who are the ones kind of set out beer guidelines that uh, beers are kind of rated and scored against for competitions, you're talking six and a half to seven, sorry, six and a half to Mm -hmm. ten percent. Yeah, as you say, small number of IBUs, so not a lot of hops. I'm particularly against that big malt. You're not really going to taste them. Um, Anything from moderately dark to quite dark, but not pitch black. Yeah. Um, So not porter, esque Not porter or or stout territory. And basically, yeah, malty, but not hoppy. So the thing is, this is kind of a made-up style. This is in some ways is a super yeah. new style, in some ways a super old style. Yeah. If you read the the books from um, Cameron and the like, they'll tell you this is because Scotland doesn't grow hops and they like strong beer. This is entirely made up, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, Scotland does have hops, and the research into the brewing records suggests Scotland has traditionally brewed just as hoppy beers as England or anywhere else, that matter. They've not been particularly hopperverse. But what's happened was that there was some, some conflating of different bits of story. We Heavy was one particular beer. And that then got generalised by somebody writing a history to be a whole style. And that style is a strong, lightly hopped beer. Which is the kind of thing that was brewed everywhere. Yeah. It's brewed in England as well. It's very traditional beer. Ale. Like, this is ale. This is st- a strong version of a mild, fundamentally. Mm. Low hops, lots of malt.
0: I think it definitely does... It, it, they, the Scotch ales always remind me very much of some kind of barrel ageing type stuff. And, and I get, I'm getting this with this one as well, even though I know it's not. You know, it's that kind of like...
1: Well, some of this is a bit of alcohol. Yeah. And, and you do tend to get a little bit of alcohol. I, I mean, some of that's because it's a stronger percentage but i also think the way they brew them they do tend to, to try and get a little bit of alcohol on there yeah which you don't necessarily get on some of the other yeah i mean ones.
0: it's a style that i've never really got on with if i'm honest uh i dabbled with and i you know i'll see them and, I, and i'll see them on the 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 menu and go oh give that a whirl but never get on with them that much never think oh that's one of my favorite beers and and this is probably one of my least favorite of Brewdog's okay. core range not for any other reason. I don't think it's done badly. I actually think it's done as well as any other Scotch ale I've tasted. I think, if not yeah. better, it's one of my, it is one of the better ones. But at
1: a Brewdog's core, it's one I avoid. Uh, so for me, I, in theory, I, I I was a little bit worried. So when I started looking at this, I was a bit worried that it's got all these dark malts in it. And it's just going to taste roasty and, and it's got heather honey added to it. And I was a bit like, oh, I'm not gonna like this. And actually, I'm enjoying it more than I thought I would. Yeah. I think the malts are quite good. I don't like the honey.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and I I've you know, brewed with honey and stuff in the past. I like honey in things, but mm. this is definitely and I like honey in beer. I have tried some honey beers that I yeah, like. me too, I've never liked any of them. But I think for me, they've added the honey after it's fermented. You've got it's very cloying and sweet. Heather I, think, I, think a big actually, I think it's
0: actually very delicately done, though. I, I mean, you can tell the honey's there, but I don't think it's stupidly done,
1: as I've seen some of the honey beers. It's um, not stupid, but for me, it's still
0: oh, it's still there. And it's still too, sickly too, sweet. Way too and, it, yeah.
1: and the thing is that, like particularly heather honey, is a really punchy flavour. As honeys go, it's a really strongly flavoured one, and it really does give you that very sticky feel. It's, it's I would guess, it's going after they've they brewed it because you've got. All that sweetness out of that honey, is still there. Yeah,
0: no, I, I, I agree to an extent. I, I don't like, as you know, I don't like things added to my beer. Um, I, I don't think it ever makes them better. And it might be, it'd be lovely to try this without that honey in there because it's very obviously there. But I still think it's quite delicately done compared to other ones I've seen. Um, I don't think it's it's too sweet. And it, I don't think it makes it better, but I don't think it makes it terrible. Um, I'm, I'm not
1: disliking it. I just don't like the style very much. Yeah. I, th- I don't think. And I, I guess, as a style, I find it's. I'm not sure I've tried enough of them yeah. to really have a strong opinion. Like, I do know. I went I've... through. I went through a stage of doing a lot.
0: I think when I first got into beer, I was yeah. like big and strong, big and strong. You know, like when you first get into coffee, you know, dark and strong. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and it was a little bit of that, and and I very quickly burnt out of them.
1: Like. Well, I, I do know that I've drunk. Particularly this last year or so, I've drunk a lot of Belgian dark beers of this kind of percentage yeah. in a similar style, and it ranks pretty low against them. Yeah. But, but I don't think it is. But like, <sighs> yeah, yeah, I, I guess like, I think that's it. It. It, it, it. There's no reason it shouldn't be. Yeah. It's lightly hopped, it's dark, it's fairly strong. Like, they're, they're looking for the same kind of flavours fundamentally, yeah. the same ingredients. I I don't know. I think that I think the darker Belgians are not
0: quite, quite as alcoholic tasting as these are. Not, not saying no, no, I think the, agree. The, this style very much looks for that alcohol burn, you know, and 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 that every that, everyone I, I've had
1: always has that tinge yeah, of tinge of spirits about it. See, well, just because they add them, I'm not sure they should be looking for it. I, yeah. I agree that they do like, and, and, and <laughs> according to the rules
0: yeah. Yeah, the rules yeah, say yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. They, there's low to medium alcohol flavour so I guess you're looking for a bit but yeah yeah. so we, we should get on and, yeah, and we and should and do you want me to go first? you can go first so
0: I like I do like Brewdog I make no apologies for it I am a bit of a fanboy um, I like their beers I yeah. like their pot, bars um, I like the people I, I've been lucky enough to meet a few of the people Few spoke to one of the owners quite a lot um, and I'm really in admiration of what they've done to raise, uh, you know, this special beer thing that's going on in the UK. And I think they are, they are the number one catalyst for beer being better than anybody else. If you're looking for yeah, somebody yeah. who's had the biggest influence on on, on beer scene in the UK, the beer scene in the UK, absolutely, Brewdog first, second, and third. Um, this is not my style. This is not my kind of beer. I'm not loving it. I'm not hating it either. And I've had lots of Scotch ales that I've really, really disliked. Um, It does what I expect a Scotch ale to do. um, But I wouldn't go out and buy it again. I'm going to (laughs) go
1: five. Okay. Yeah, I I guess I'm pretty similar apart from... like, In theory, I kind of like this style of beer. I've not had that many Scotch ales, but dark, low hops... Not. I like burnt. dark, no hops. Yeah, no, I, and I it's strong.
0: Scotch ales are for me. I know you are saying the descriptions there, but they are different. They are different to the kind of bit. Like you meet yeah. nobody will love milds or you know. Yeah, those, yeah absolutely. Th- more than me, uh, but I think this is a very different beast to the kind of stuff you normally like.
1: Yeah. No, and I'm not actually. I'm liking this more than I thought I might. Yeah. I prefer the malts to what I thought I would. I. Don't like the honey Yeah, throw um, it away, it'd be much improved. Or just dial it right back. Put it in. Just throw it away. For me, for fermentation you'd lose a lot of sweetness and you'd have something a little bit of the the aroma without the the cloyingness. But yeah, for me i I'm gonna go seven. Yeah actually I think That's good Yeah I think quite good for the style. And like I wanna raise against the style and for me they've not done a too bad a job, but I really think it could be done better. It's probably the weakest of their core range, though. Would you not agree? Their core beers. Yeah, I guess this is probably <laughs> the one I would not. Well, I don't. In theory, this is their amplified range now, so this is up to get up against things like uh, Tokyo, uh, Coco Psycho. Yeah, that's in the amplified range, and I thought Coco Psycho, but this is like much lower. This is yeah, right, but but in, they're in that big. There's, and, and for me, like I wouldn't want to. I would choose this over Coco Psycho definitely. See, I I, I like Coco Psycho it's one beer that I didn't think
0: I would like and I do. Um I, mm. yeah. I, I and I like Tokyo as well actually. Tokyo was one of the, my first strong beers I really liked.
1: Mm. Yeah. On that disagreement. Yeah. I think we better
0: you, you? you see, I mean some of their other strong beers, so I, I quite liked the um uh, it was Tokyo. Yeah. Then it was what is it? Uh, I quite like tachy- tactical nuclear. Tactical pending. nuclear, is actually quite it has its place. It has its place for me in, in like Sing the Bismarck, like <laughs> so <laughs> Too much. But... well, when I drank Sink the Bismarck, this is a a lovely little story to end on. But uh, I was on my own, and we'd been on a canal barge for the mm. week, and uh, Sarah had gone home, and I was on my own, and I cooked dinner, and I bought Ferris Bueller's Day Off from the supermarket on DVD put it on <laughs> and we did that opened it up drank the beer woke up an hour and a half later Ferris Bueller had finished no trousers <laughs> <laughs> don't know what happened in that is hour and a half vi- a video review of that I believe you did a video didn't you I did yes yes I did <laughs> yeah I did the video review and then no trousers <laughs> yeah it's it's lost somewhere in the t- actually that's a pre Stephen Rowland beer podcast podcast it it's a Steve Beer it's a Podcast. Steve Beer Podcast. Then he realised he couldn't drink alone for that kind of thing and wow,
1: well, I'd share the lack of
0: I'm not gonna drink any more of this in <laughs> case my trousers fall off. And on that bombshell, I think we oh, are yeah. done. Done.